This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation. The ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation. The ultimate never done that, can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chillin' by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the icon of vacations. Icon of the seas. Arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry Bahamas. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Today on Real Ghost Stories Online, a camper discovers a mysterious cave in the woods the morning after... A paranormal encounter. What lies within the darkness of that cave? Welcome to Real Ghost Stories Online. Call in your real ghost story now at 855-853-4802. Or write in at realghoststoriesonline.com. You are about to enter the world of the unknown. And quite possibly, the undead. This is Real Ghost Stories Online. That it is. An 855-853-4802 is our phone number at Real Ghost Stories Online. To share your Real Ghost Stories with us, we'd love to hear them. You can write it at realghoststoriesonline.com and help support the program. Keep us on the air. Go ahead, if you would. We'd love it if you an extra podcast person. All you got to do is go over to uh, ghostpodcast.com or patreon.com slash real ghost stories. When you sign up to be an EPP, five bucks a month to get access to all of our bonus episodes, brand new ones every single week with our best ghost stories, our archive of episodes from the last eight years. Uh, you get access to uh, the advanced episodes of our show released to you before the public, and it's all commercial free. So if you like the show and you don't like ads, I get it, but that's also what kind of keeps this ship afloat. Uh, if you become an EPP, five bucks a month, you don't have to hear any at all. Uh, and it's all there, ghostpodcast.com or patreon.com slash real ghost stories. We greatly appreciate that support. Tony and Carol Hughes joining you on today's episode of the program. Then how are you this fine day? I'm good, Tony. Just fine. Good. I'm glad you're doing just <laughs> fine. Because just fine's good. Just fine's good. Just fine's okay. You know, in, in part, I know this doesn't air until January, January 25th. But this is actually a month before then, and it's the week of Christmas. Mm-hmm. And it's just such a messed up Christmas. Yeah. It's... You know? It's like... I'm not going to anybody's house. I'm not going to see my mom who lives across town. I think it's a bad idea. Sure. It's just kind of weird. It's like Christmas. I bought two people presents. <laughs> it's yeah. like such a non-event this year. I know. I'm just, 
I <laughs> I mean, I guess that's good. All things considered, I'll take a non-eventful Christmas. You know, we were thinking, we were debating, uh, you know, do we uh, keep the Christmas tree up after Christmas and just change? Because we did fall. We do an autumn tree and then we just transition into a Christmas tree. So we get it up nice and early because we like kind of the, the lighting. It's warm and fuzzy and all that. And so it's been up like since October, September, something <laughs> like that. So and... um. And we were, our thought was, well, you know, with all of 2020, because when you first get it up, you're real excited and happy. Uh, and then by the time Christmas comes around, you're like, get this fucking tree out of my house. Um, but uh, it's, we're kind of like, we we're going to change it up to spring stuff on it or that. And I think we're all just like, well, let's just take the fucking tree down. Let's, well, that's not a good idea. So it's going to come down and then we're going to, I think, probably like January 26th, start getting fresh flowers around our house <laughs> and uh, Easter eggs or something just to kind of change you know, the when mood. I, when I bought this house, um, the girl who lived here, she found this jar. It's really old jar in the murder she shed. Uh huh. And she left me the sweetest note when I bought the house. And she said that when she found that, jar and it's big that she said i've always kept fresh flowers in it oh okay and she had this really nice bouquet in it when i moved in and um she said i think it needs to stay with the house it's also so sweet but i have had fresh flowers in it ever since and i am a big advocate of doing that for yourself i think that you know especially now with everything so dark and Mm -hmm. negative and you know it's just hard to see all any good half the time yeah but go buy yourself some flowers it's okay don't wait for somebody else to do it i think we're going to start doing that and then i mean it gets warm here luckily you know by february you can probably even start growing some so i think we'll start looking at that and just whatever we can do to kind of lighten the mood and lighten exactly i think it's a great idea and, then and like i even put a christmas bouquet in this week it has a little santa claus in it well there you go and- that is my Christmas decoration. <laughs> <laughs> I got that one. <laughs> so this is Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. Merry yeah, Christmas. Yeah. This girl does not have a tree up in her house. We'll just go right for it to Halloween. You know, we just I'm just going to start decorating with Halloween shit right away. Fuck everything else. Fourth of July. Now, let's just start looking to a, a fun holiday and just be done with it. Memorial so. Day. We're planning a family get together and I can't wait. <laughs> It's going to be about drinking and family and drinking. Let's, I, I, yes. you, you guess you're more optimistic than I am. Watch I, out, Burlington, Iowa. That's where we're going. Hopefully, uh, hopefully Memorial Day, things are in a place where that's a possibility. That's a, that's all I'm banking on. I'm like, just just let it be okay, Memorial Day. I, I don't blame fa- families for doing that right now either, of, of just at least putting the idea out there. But I think saying, but... This may, we may have to move it, but just, it's always, you know, it's like trip planning or something that trips a year away. Nobody's doing that. I mean, well, some people are doing that right now too. So it's, it's like just having that kind of carrot out there on the stick, even if it doesn't happen, even if you got to move something. Okay. But it's something mentally right now. You can just say, I'm hoping so. And it, you need those things. So Mm -hmm. uh, good times. Uh, 855-853-4802 is our phone number at Real Ghost Stories Online. Let's tell a ghost story. Our first one today, it says, Hello, I shared a story a while ago, which aired on January 20th uh, about uh, an experience I had at my high school. 
Really appreciate it. I had mentioned I had more stories to share, so here are two for you. And when they said January 20th, they're referencing January 20th of 2020, in case you're looking to go back. Uh, At some point in my high school years, my family went camping nearly every weekend. I got familiar with the mountains surrounding my home state of Utah. On this outing, we were in the wooded area called the High Udians, I think, an area laden with ghost stories from miners and loggers. Well, we were bow hunters and we were there to scout the location and build some deer blinds. I always brought my uh, ghillie suit with me camping as it was fun sneaking up my family and friends. On this night, it was a full moon so you could see well without a flashlight. I snuck out of camp without anyone noticing. I threw on my suit and circled the camp and began my stalk. I was slowly creeping up on the camp on my belly, trying not to make any noise. I've never really been scared while doing this, but sometimes I worried I would lay on an anthill or something of the sort. Well, I'd gotten to about 30 yards from the camp, counted everyone around the fire, and I could tell everyone was there hanging out. Slowly got up onto my feet, hiding behind a tree. I just watched for a while, planned on throwing a rock at them to scare them or maybe crawling underneath someone's chair and grabbing their foot. As I waited patiently for my opportunity to creep up, I suddenly felt like someone was staring at my back. I heard the unmistakable crunch of branches behind me. I froze, thought maybe someone from the camp had realized I was gone and was hoping to scare me before I could get them. The crunching of branches and leaves continued until they were directly behind me. I heard grunting. I remembered the night before when a bear had made its way into our camp making a lot of noise and tried to eat all our food. Feeling scared it was a bear, I whipped around ready to defend myself, but of course, there was nothing there. Chills ran through my body. I just walked back to the fire and sat down. My family noticed I was white as a ghost. Of course, I did not tell them what happened. The next day, I went out to find the spot to uh, build my blind not far from camp, near where I was spooked the night before. I came across a hole in the ground. It was a stony hole, and I could tell it was of the entry to a cave. On a, near, uh, on, a, on a tree nearby, I saw a Spanish word, plata, carved in the tree. It means silver, and found the old silver mine. Well, obviously, I climbed into the cave. There was nothing down there, but I did find a bird cage with the skeleton of a bird in it. Often, miners would put birds in cages while mining. If the bird died suddenly, they knew the air was toxic and they needed to leave. I cannot explain the noises I heard the night before, but I wonder if it was associated with the mine somehow. Maybe a ghost of a miner... Not sure. A different time in my life, I became a volunteer traveling minister where I conducted my service in the southern United States. In my particular area, there were a lot of refugees from Haiti. You know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pause right there because this is kind of like a two-parter. And I always forget what like one part was if we start jumping into a whole other story. So thoughts uh, thus far on the, uh, the cave and the... Uh, well, I love that then there's a cave. Obviously, I was going to go in it. I'm like... Why is that obvious? <laughs> I'm like, no way. If I saw, I hate caves. Yeah. So bad. I hate them. And I've done the, you know, caverns of the gods or whatever they're called. Have you done the, uh, the, the salt mine in Salina, Kansas? The, that one? No, primarily because it's a freaking cave. <laughs> I had basically. to do a remote broadcast from it. The morning oh, it opened. God. Yeah. The creepiest thing I've ever done was when it came to a cave type of a thing. Mm-hmm. It wasn't really a cave, but I went to England and the cliffs of Dover, mm-hmm. they're beautiful and they're these, you know, kind of white cliffs. Mm-hmm. Inside of those in World War II, they built 
like these tunnels. Yeah. And we toured it. And the tour guide's like, I am telling you what, do not leave this tour group because these tunnels go forever and you will get lost and no one will find you. I'm like, who would even think about like leaving the group? It's like, as you go, the lights come off behind you. God. It's just too creepy. Yeah. So like something like that, well, obviously there's a cave. I've got to go in it. No, you don't. Like, especially if someone creeped you out there the night before, that means don't go in the cave. That's what that means. I like the caves that have like the real pretty like stalactites and stalagmites and they're giant and you could like actually have like a- What if a... you got stuck there well, and then the lights went out? Well, the ones that are like the size of concert halls are the ones I like. I actually visited one in Springfield, Missouri a couple of years back. And it was funny because there was, uh, it actually was used for concerts a long, uh, not a super long time ago, but like in the 1940s and 50s. And they were talking about some of the country artists that played this cave. And it was like, no shit. Um, no, I would, I would go to that. Yeah. But again, and it really, it felt just like it, it didn't feel, you know, I get like the the tiny cave. I do not like caves where like you need a light to go around and you feel really confined. I hate that. That is nothing. For the people who have to put the light on their forehead as yeah. they crawl through the place. I can't do that. There's no way. And I'm not really claustrophobic per se. I can do small restrooms and everything, but I I, I don't think I would do well with getting into that type of a space. Okay. That might be the funniest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> I do well with small I'm not restrooms. Claustrophobic per se. I can do small restrooms. <laughs> I can like an airplane on like a DC ten or something. I can do that. I open the door. That's a small restroom. Yeah. <laughs> but I can handle it. This I can do it. Deep breath. <laughs> Thank God they allow pot on the planes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that made me laugh so <laughs> those those little caves though, where you got to be on your belly. Uh uh-uh, uh, ain't doing that. The rest that shit. of my life, if I open a bathroom and it's small, I'm gonna hear your voice. <laughs> I can do that one. I can do this. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, back to caves. Back to caves. <laughs> I don't like bats either, so I don't do well in caves with bats. Oh, exactly, there are bats in there. That shit I don't like. And you can get lost. Like, there's just a lot of shit. So, you know, if you're if you're with your family and you're trying to scare them and something mm-hmm. scares you, then you realize it's a cave. Well, it's a sign. Yeah. <laughs> scaring your damn family. I remember when I was a kid, we did like a, it was ah. a, a class field trip to some nature center in Wisconsin. And there was a cave system in there. And they they were like, oh, everybody could go down if they wanted to. And there was like bats and stuff. And they're like, you know, you'll see bats, and but they're not going to get you or anything. And I think almost everybody went down except for me. I was like, nope. <laughs> Like, you nope. know, you don't want to go down and you have to like climb down this ladder in like the middle of the woods of this hole that's there. Oh, hell no. And I'm like, I'm good. See, and I do think that people have died in the, I mean, people have died. Oh, yeah. Like somebody didn't put a ladder there off the bat. It wasn't like, hmm, looks like a hole. Let's build a ladder. Yeah. Probably somebody fell in it or somebody somehow spelunked through it. Yeah. And like it just to me, I think 
I think there are caves that a lot of people died in because they couldn't find their way out. Well, what would be the one of the creepiest things is, uh, to me, is almost like this real-life Goonies type thing that does exist out there. We have the cave systems with the aquifers and water in them and then divers. You know, it's real thrill-seekers that do it. And if that's your thing, I, that more power to you, I don't get it. I, I couldn't do it. Uh, kids or no kids, it would be something that's not on my bucket list. And I, where they, they go down and they, they know how dangerous it is. Like, is like a, you know, 70% mortality rate or something. It's like, but we're going to do, I'm one of the most experienced divers. And on the other side, there's like 50 other divers who've all died and they don't, their bodies are just over under uh, and somewhere in the other area. It's like, so you're going to dive down there. You're going to get over. That's a real thing. That stuff exists. Yeah. And they, you know, people come back and, you know, they, they've like sometimes taken a, a memorial or something to the body of another friend who've died over there. And then they make it out. And then there's some where like, you know, they don't make it because it's such a, a dangerous dive to begin with. And it takes so long to get through in pure darkness. And if you get lost, you're fucked if you, because you're only have so much oxygen. So, I mean, there's all these things. I just, it's nothing that's ever fascinated me or has been on my radar of like, that's what I want to go do this weekend. And now we're getting ready, I'm sure, to hear about a a cave. Because that's how the show works. So (laughs) let's continue on uh, with the other part of the letter. I'll pick it back up. It says, a different time in my life, I became a volunteer traveling minister where I conducted my service in the southern United States. In my particular area, there was a lot of refugees from Haiti on one particular evening. My companion and I got called from a family in our uh, congregation. They had said there were some evil spirits in their home and the house needed to be blessed. I was skeptical, but we went anyway. When we got there, we noticed everyone was really on edge. Some kids were crying. They asked him what was up. They let me know a relative had stayed with them recently, and this relative was a practitioner of hoodoo and voodoo. They had a falling out and thought uh, that he had cursed their home or whatever. That's where he stayed, and they said it was up in the upstairs bedroom. Walked around the whole house with no feelings of events. Once we got to the upstairs room, we felt an oppressive feeling. I can't explain it, but the room just felt dark. We decided that's where we would give our blessing. In my faith, we banish spirits in the name of Christ, but there's no need to shout or burn sage. Simply, the name of Christ is enough to rid a devil. We got on our knees, blessed the home, and distinctly instructed any evil dwelling in the home to leave. Once we finished, we went downstairs, not really feeling any better. As we were talking to them downstairs, we heard loud thuds coming from the bedroom. We quickly ran upstairs to find something that haunted me for a long time. I saw the shadow figure of a hand crawling by itself on the floor, like the one from the Adams family. It scared me so bad, I just stood there. Of course, before anyone else could see it, it was gone. The bookcase in that room had fallen over. The blinds were all askew like someone tried climbing through them. Almost a Bible from the bookcase had fallen on the floor. And what we assumed was a voodoo doll was on the floor as well. We raised our right arms and banished. We felt the oppression leave the room. We helped him clean up. We put up a picture of Christ in the room. I'm not sure if it does anything to simply have pictures of holy figures, but it seemed right. They never complained to us about problems like this again. I'm not sure what I saw or why, but I think that was a sign that the evil spirit left. Well, yes, that would be quite freaky. And I think that's kind of what Harper's response would be, as I said. Because <laughs> she, well. she always starts with well. Uh, but uh, no, that, uh, that in itself... Uh, 
here's what 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 is interesting to me. These these spirits that that have this crazy amount of power. And I'm not doubting. I'm just I'm asking the question because I, I, this just fascinates me where they can do this like earthquake the room shit and all these things can fall from shelves. And you'll this, it's, it, That's a, a tremendous amount of energy to do in a short period of time when they have that kind of energy. My, my question is, why, you know, how is it that that the words of, of a human being can overpower that? And I guess the answer is probably the power in the words themselves. That would probably what someone would tell me who's who's practicing that. But um, it just to me, it's like the power. I don't know the the balance of the power. It seems like this thing's pretty damn powerful. I don't know that that you necessarily have the power to to rid it. But I don't know. Don't you think that too? Um, it's not just the power of the words. It's the conviction behind it. Yeah. Like, I think, you know, I could walk through saging a room and probably not get anywhere with that. Mm -hmm. But somebody else who is very assured that they can, Mm -hmm. you know, like maybe if I change my attitude, like I can get rid of this. Yeah. And really believed it. Sure. I think, I think, cause you, you're a more powerful energy. So maybe it's energy going after energy. I think that might be accurate because what I've heard so many times from, from exorcist type people is, and they'll even say, look, it, it's not even like, yes, like someone says, you know, we, we do this, you know, uh, Christianity is our faith. So we do it in the name of Christ, but it doesn't have to be done in that name. If, if you're Buddhist, if you're whatever, what insert religion here uh, and your deity here, if you do it in whatever it is and your that is your conviction, that is your belief system, it can be just as powerful. It doesn't always have to be in that name. It's a matter of what your belief system is. So then I kind of go back to, if we're having a conversation on religion, then it's like, well, at the end of the day, is it all, is, you know, this, this different names that different religions have. And at the end of the day, there's this power that's out there that's really all the same thing. And it's just been represented all these different ways through all these different cultures. And so that's why it doesn't necessarily matter the name you're using as long as you have the conviction behind it. Yeah. Yeah. That, that would I, be, I just think, and, and it could be the combination of the two mm-hmm. because I think that the words that you're saying, or like if you're saging someplace, you feel like you have the power. Sure. You know, I don't have the training behind that to really sage a place correctly. Because I do think you need to kind of know what you're doing. Yeah. But you have to believe in what you're doing. A hundred percent. Like, I can do this. You know, it's like, I don't want to go in that haunted house and tell something to leave. Sure. I would be running right out of there. But so maybe there's some power in that. I think there is. I mean, the way I would probably handle it is I would put a big boom box on my shoulder and I would just start going and playing. I would just have this cranked up. You're out, bitch. See that creepy ass to the door, motherfucker. That's how I do it. And maybe if you like played that really, really loudly when you walked in there and you're like, I got this. 
Yeah. I got this. I think it would convince them. They'd be like, shit, this is creative. This isn't that, uh, oh, you know, holy, though, then thou is going to get rid of me. You're playing fucking snap. I got the power. Well, guess what? Rhythm is a dancer and my ass is out of here. That's <laughs> that's how it would go. <laughs> I forgot those lyrics. It's snap. On the top nine at nine, number seven, 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 seven. <laughs> Oh, good times. I like how you did your own sound effects and everything. <laughs> it's uh, rhythm is a dance. Yeah, anyhow. Uh, 855 is our phone number at Real Ghost Stories Online to share your real ghost stories with us. Let's go to another letter and uh, turn snap off. <laughs> I just want the creepy music. Uh, Okay, there we go. Uh, Okay, my story starts out when I was eight or nine years old. My parents built their house, so the house itself was not haunted. When I was a kid, I was never fond of the darks, and when I went to bed, my parents would leave the hallway light on. The lights were placed several feet before and after my door. One night, I was just starting to doze off when I opened my eyes and saw a solid black shadow on the hallway, wall outside my door. You could distinctly see the perfect outline of a man with a big beard and almost a derby-style hat on. When I made a frightening noise, it took off down the hallway to my parents' room. I got up thinking it was strange that I saw a shadow, but not somebody. I looked down at my parents' door, and it was still closed, and I could see both my parents in the living room watching TV. Over the years, their TV would always turn on and off by itself. My parents' dog, who would never sit in my dad's chair unless somebody was in it, would lay on the couch with me watching TV. He'd perk up and look down the hallway, jump down and go to my dad's chair and stand there and then jump up. When he would get into the chair to get on the left side as close to the armrest as he could and wiggle down between you and the arm. He did just that. I'd always sleep with my radio on at night and turn down low just for noise. It was the old boombox type radio with the rolling dial that only stuck up a hair above the body and you had to roll it from side to side uh, move the needle. On several occasions, I'd doze off with it on one station, then hear the music change only to wake up to the station being changed. I would tell it to stop and it usually would. Years down the road when my wife and I had just started dating, she spent the night at my house and I let her sleep in my room and I took the guest room and I warned her about it all, but she didn't believe me and thought I was just trying to scare her until the next morning. She woke me up early one morning and was mad at me and trying to figure out how I got from my room to the spare room so fast without her seeing me. She said someone had sat on the floor on the foot of the bed. When she woke up, turned the light on, there was no one there. When we were kids, my parents' house was the second to last house on the street and it just brushes at the end. Or just yeah, All the neighborhood kids were close in age and all played together. We had little bike trails cut into the brush. One day we had stumbled across a strange cement slab with a wall in the middle dividing it. I still had some tile and piping on the wall. In the corner of the street were two four-foot cement pillars. I never knew what they were for. I was given a book years later called uh, about a place called Camp Kennedy, which is named after the town I grew up in. As I was reading it, it was an old World War I training camp turned into a POW camp. The pillars were where the main entrance was. The strange cement structure we found was the showers. Reading through the history of it, the land was donated by the government by a man. They had pictures of him. He had a long beard and he was wearing a derby-style hat. 
as the years went by, one girl that graduated with me and I were talking about it, and she said that she had seen him in their house too. Years later, I discovered I was a psychic medium, like my grandmother was. Nobody ever really talked about it because back then they thought she was crazy and would have been committed. I just recently found your podcast. I never, uh, I, and I've never been hooked. I've been hooked ever since. I drive an hour and a half one way to work every day at 3 a.m. And it's definitely a great way to take my mind off the drive. Keep up the good work. Happy to keep you company at 3 a.m. Oh my God, an hour and a half. That is, Ah. oh, I'm glad we can be there for you, my friend, because that's why we created this show for, honestly, things just like that. When I started this, I was thinking about people like that and, and those hours and those doing things and just wanting something to listen to like this. So you are why this show is made initially. Uh, so I'm glad we're there. But what a story uh, in finding that those those pieces of the POW camp and the monument, all that. Those things fascinate me so much when I, I see pictures of them or somebody stumbles across things that people just don't remember. And I mean, very few were alive, if at all, anymore for many of these things, especially World War One. Um, but it's interesting to me how unaware so many of these things have been in our own surroundings that our parents may not have been aware of, or and sometimes uh, even greater that like these structures that exist and what they had been used for. Well, I think that is done on purpose because they don't really want to recognize that part of history. So tear it down and it's gone. Yeah. But you can't get rid of the horrible things that would have happened in a POW camp. No. Or you can you turn know it what into I mean? your, you can do what my count my town did. You turn it into your county fairgrounds and use all the POW camp buildings for exposition centers so the 4-H kids can show off their uh, pigs and rabbits. That's what we did, not having any clue what the fuck those buildings originally were. Oh my God. Yeah, I found that out later in life. I'm like, oh my God. They're all I, I think they're all, there may be one still standing, I don't know. But there were these there were these wooden structures that were POW camps for Nazis. Uh, during World War II in Wisconsin. And I didn't even know like this was something they did. I guess in my mind, I figured POW camps should be like in Germany or, or overseas. I didn't even realize that like they shipped them back here and then they went all over the country. And But there's these things all over the country that some are in much more existence than others, but these buildings, these big wooden things, they were. it was like, well, that's the cattle barn and that's the pig shed. And I remember them and they were really, really old. And that's why they're gone now. But I remember going to like flea markets and stuff in these buildings. They'd be like in multiple ones and they come to turn out these things were freaking part of the POW camp. And now it's the county fairgrounds and that's where the fair happens. And there's the and county isn't pool. Isn't that crazy? Like somebody even had that idea. They're like, you know, we need some better fairgrounds. Well, we could use the existing buildings of the POW camp. Great idea, Bob. <sighs> That's just so weird. And then the fact that that never got passed down is kind of baffling to me, especially in my hometown, because they just like to do dumb shit and gossip. Like that's Fond du Lac. You're you're amongst dumb ideas. Uh, should be the the theme. But uh, the <laughs> no bitterness or anything. Not at all. Um, but it's uh, it's one of those things where I'm just surprised that that's something that wasn't you know, rumored or passed down or, you know, even talked about like in kind of a creepy way because that's just kind of how things work there in Erie, Indiana. Uh, but it's uh, it's just 
I don't know. But it wasn't. But you know, if you build a house on what used to be POW yeah. campgrounds, like, yeah, there could be some weird shit attached to that. Yeah, definitely. And I bet at the middle of the night, those poor pigs in the pig barn that are waiting to be judged, like that's not stressful enough waiting to be judged. <laughs> Because <laughs> people are going to buy you, but then you're being terrorized by ghosts. Why did all of Brandy's rabbits die last night? And their blood is painted on the door to the facility. I don't know why suddenly there's northern or southern accents in northern <laughs> Wisconsin. I think, about, why did Brandy's rabbits... I can't even do my own damn accents anymore. <laughs> Wisconsin. Oh, yeah. Why did Brandy's rabbit die last night? I think it was the spirits of the POW. Did you see over oh. there? They uh, Oh, did you see what happened? They, they the painted the, there was a beheaded one over there by the door and something and with three claws painted 666 on the outside over there by the beer tent. Oh my goodness. <laughs> the beer, that's where they, oh, I know what I used to have in those oh, beer tents. let's yeah. get a beer. Yeah. There you go. Now you got the right accent for the right area. <laughs> <laughs> Glad we established oh, that's that. Funny. No, but it's not funny at the same time. I know. It's just fucked up all around. But there you go. <laughs> so, all right. Well, now that we've established that, that is going to wrap up today's episode of Real Ghost Stories Online. If you like the show, keep us on the air. Please become an extra podcast person. EPP, get all the bonus episodes, advanced content, bonus content, uh, archive content, all commercial free, our ebook, our audiobook. It all helps keep us on the air. We greatly appreciate your support. Do it at ghostpodcast.com or patreon.com slash real ghost stories. Until next time, for Carol and all of us at Real Ghost Stories Online, I'm Tony. Thanks for listening. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. 
Get in, loser. Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. It's only a kick, a jump, a block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle, a run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG-13. Spring? Is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Super Light Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. They've designed must-have travel styles for when you need to jet. The lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit makes these shoes some of the most packable styles ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Take the Super Light Tree Runner on your next adventure. Its cushy, lightweight foam midsole supports every step, and the extra outsole traction gives you the grip to just go for it. The eucalyptus fiber upper adds next-level breathability to keep you going all day. Plus, the Super Light Tree Runner is comfortable and ready to go right out of the box. So, what can you do in a Super Light shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? 
No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.